packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way It's time to name the neglect from typical food advice. Welcome to the Find Your Food Voice podcast. Hosted by me, Julie Duffy Dillon. I'm a registered dietitian with 20 years of experience partnering with folks just like you on their food peace journey. What have we learned? Well, cookie cutter approaches exclude too many people and you don't need to be fixed. It's not you, it's not me, it's all of us. Only together, we can start a movement and fix diet culture, and we will. Let's begin with now. Hi, and welcome to episode 298 of the Find Your Food Voice podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and a partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for joining today. And today's a special day because PCOS Power is open for enrollment today. I am so excited to welcome the next cohort of folks who will be with me and my team over the next 12 weeks, destroying PCOS diet culture one by one (laughs) and learning some new tools that you can experiment with now and also take with you along every season of life with PCOS. And this episode today, honestly, is information that I usually only share within my course. I wanted to share with you the top five PCOS supplement questions I get. There are some questions I get every single week, maybe even every day, some weeks. And I think they're really important, but I also wanted to share with you a little bit of like what it's like in PCOS power so you can see if it's something that you would like to explore more. So if you would like some more information about PCOS power, you can get to it at julieduffydillon.com slash PCOS. And I hope that this helps you just feel a little bit more informed about your supplements as you're navigating life with PCOS. Whether you join PCOS Power or not, I hope it helps you to feel more powerful through every season of life living with PCOS. All right, but before we get to my top five PCOS supplement questions answered, (laughs) a quick word from our sponsor. We are welcoming back Ovofolic as a Find Your Food Voice sponsor. What is Ovofolic? Well, it's an inositol supplement. I noticed that most people with PCOS take an inositol supplement, yet they don't really know why. Did you know that inositol supplementation helps lower insulin, androgens, cholesterol, and improves many PCOS symptoms? So far, researchers are suggesting that those with insulin resistance, including people with PCOS, probably have a defect or deficiency of these inositols, provoking those intense primal carb cravings, painful fatigue, and irregular periods. 
supplementing with inositol along with eating enough, very, very important, (laughs) can significantly improve PCOS symptoms long-term. So Elon Healthcare, they make Ovofolic, and I've gotten to know their medical director, Dr. Perry, over the last few years. I love that Elon Healthcare is female-owned and run. It's a small Canadian company that has excellent customer service and only uses high-quality ingredients. They really care about the folks they're serving, and it comes through in these customer service interactions. So inositol supplementation, I know it's an important part of managing PCOS for many people, and Oofolic is a great way to get that. So just for Find Your Food Voice listeners, get 15% off using the code PCOSPOWER at checkout. So remember, it's all one word, PCOSPOWER at checkout. We'll put a link to it in the show notes, but I'm going to say it here just in case you want to jot it down. It's elonhealthcare.ca backslash discount backslash PCOSPOWER. So again, use the coupon code PCOSPOWER at checkout to get 15% off. All right, let's get on with the episode. All right, we're going to start this episode talking about my top PCOS supplement questions answered by reading an email. I got a recent email that said, my doctor said my inflammatory markers are high. Are there any supplements that help with inflammation? Well, something to keep in mind, if you're a listener who's like, how could a doctor know if someone's experiencing inflammation? Well, you can kind of tell by how you're feeling. You can tell by extreme fatigue, just and not even just tired, but painful fatigue. But you also can gather this through some data via lab work. So oftentimes doctors will know inflammation is going on through cortisol or C-reactive protein. Those are two that I often recommend people with PCOS get every single year just to have a snapshot, have a baseline of what their inflammatory markers are looking like. And yeah, there are some supplements that can help with inflammation, but something to keep in mind that's really, really important because supplements can be helpful. They're a great tool. Yet, if you're not eating enough, If you are still kind of going on and off a diet, playing around with restricting carbs or another macronutrient, what you'll find is that the supplement may help for a couple months, but then it'll stop working and markers will go higher. So if you're going to use a supplement to help with inflammation, of course, clear it with your in-person healthcare provider, but also make sure you're eating enough. And you may find that you're repairing your relationship with food while living with PCOS and like trying to eat enough and adding the supplement at the same time. That is a really common kind of co-occurrence. But with that all being said, the type of supplements that can help with inflammation One is omega-3, and in particular, the DHA within omega-3. And then the other one is NAC, which stands for N-acetylcholine. (laughs) So an omega-3 supplement that includes DHA and then also NAC. Those are the two that I think of first for omega-3. And um, 
you know, something that you'll hear me say over and over again, it's really important to just like try one new supplement at a time. So I don't ever just start with both. Um, what I usually would recommend to someone is to start with an omega-3 supplement. And then if you need to add NAC over time, you can. And NAC is a supplement that has been around for a really long time. It's been really well-researched, um, and I believe that it was started to be used for liver toxicity in the 1960s even. Um, and so it's, again, it's one that's been around. We have a lot of information on it. So it's easy to also get a hold of. But NAC is one, besides inflammation, it also has some connections with fertility. So yeah, those are the two that I recommend to help with inflammation. All right, let's move on to question number two. And question number two is honestly the most common question I get every single week. It may even be daily. <laughs> and it does have to do with inositol, but a particular part of taking inositol. Everyone wants to know, can I take inositol with metformin? So what I always say is most people do. Most people are taking inositol and metformin together. And so yeah, it's recommended that if you are taking metformin, you want to add another insulin sensitizer, inositol is a great way to do that. Or if you want to try a supplement before metformin to go ahead and try inositol. But yeah, if you're taking metformin, it is something you can take with inositol. And just as a follow-up like bonus kind of tip, <laughs> everyone, after they ask about metformin and inositol, they want to know, can I take inositol while I'm breastfeeding? or chest feeding? Or can I take um, inositol while I'm pregnant? And the answer is yes and yes. All right. We're going to pause here for a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with the next three supplement questions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back. We are going to start with our third supplement question. And this is actually from a recent DM. And it's a really common question again. That's why I picked it. So this person asked, when I tried some supplements to help my PCO symptoms, it just made my IBS worse. Any advice? So if you have PCOS and you're like, oh my gosh, I totally have IBS too. I didn't ever connect them. Well, 
they're probably connected. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of uh, the experiences with PCOS that can irritate your GI tract, and namely, it's the inflammation that we talked about in the first question that tends to make the GI tract worse. And then you pair it with not eating enough because of the push to diet and lose weight. And that leaves gaps of time with just air in your GI tract that leads to the bacteria that you don't want proliferating, really just having a good old time in there. So many people with PCOS also experience IBS. But I know for many people, trying a new medicine or a supplement or just eating something different when you have IBS can be really risky. So if you do have IBS, I would encourage you to pause. Make sure that one, you know why you're taking the supplement and that you're taking it like one at a time. You're not adding many different ones. And with that being said, something that I would encourage you to just keep in mind is that eating enough, like I said earlier, is one of the best tools to help your IBS symptoms. And this could take years it takes years for the GI tract to recover from the uh, restriction and kind of the destruction from the inflammation from not getting enough. And over time, what the, what the GI tract needs is again, enough energy and rest. And then some of these like good bacteria. I hate saying good and bad bacteria, but we all hear that when we when people talk about the microbiome or the little bacteria inside, inside our GI tract. You know, there's bacteria that can um, really make things problematic. And then there's bacteria that promotes health. That's a part of improving our immunity and lowering inflammation. Well, people with PCOS, because you have found to be in this pro-inflammatory state chronically, you may benefit from adding, it's funny, I'm kind of answering this like supplement question by adding another supplement. Go with me, <laughs> stay with me for a second here. But um, what I have found working with GI specialists is that adding a prebiotic is something that you may want to experiment with. Again, check with your in-person healthcare provider, but you know, you may have heard of probiotics, but specifically prebiotics may be a helpful tool just to help that kind of good bacteria in your GI tract to be able to tolerate more. So I learned this from my good friend and colleague, Beth Rosen. Beth has been on the podcast before, and Beth Rosen is a GI dietitian. She's also an anti-diet dietitian and just an all-around kick-ass person. You can learn more about her at bethrosenrd.com. But Beth taught me that prebiotics can be a really great PCOS tool to help your gut to not have so much inflammation. And by doing that, what again, what can happen is it helps your um, good bacteria just be stronger in your microbiome. So then you can tolerate more. I also want to throw like a bonus kind of tip in here when it comes to IBS symptoms. Uh, many people, myself included, love talking about inositol. It's the next question actually coming up. But inositol for many people is this like really great tool to help their PCOS. But some people with IBS, in particular IBS-D or IBS diarrhea, find that it's just so hard to tolerate and causes more symptoms. I don't see it that often, but I have seen it enough to notice if you have really hard to treat IBS-D, inositol may be an issue. 
I haven't been able to explain it, but I have found something that helps for everybody so far that I've worked with who has IBSD and hasn't been able to tolerate inositol. So inositol comes in a powdered form for many of the supplements. You can also take it in a pill form, but getting it in the powder form seems to be easier to tolerate because then you can do this um, kind of like uh, way around. (laughs) So part of IBS symptoms oftentimes is the dosage of a certain food or a type of nutrient, and that's making the GI tract have a harder time. Well, if you put both doses of the inositol powder in a bottle of water and just sip on it throughout the day, your GI tract gets less of a load at one time and it ends up causing less GI symptoms. So wanted to throw out there, again, another bonus tip. So for you know those of you who've written in um, DMs or emails before with this kind of question, um, this is how I always have answered you, you know, um, that let's find some supplements like a prebiotic that may be able to help your GI tract. If inositol is a part of what's causing the pain, then try to spread it out and, and put both doses in a big water bottle and just sip on it throughout the day to help you get less at one time. And then with that being said, if it wasn't the inositol, if it's another supplement causing it, then doing things like having it with food, titrating dose up a lot slower, and noticing when it starts to get worse, because you may just find you can only tolerate so much, and that's okay. There are many different tools to help you manage your PCOS, so sometimes supplements may just not be the one. All right, let's move on to number four. I hinted it was about inositol, and... I find most people have heard of inositol, but they're not really sure why they need to take it. And I hope that after listening to this podcast today, that you understand why so many of us are recommending inositol. So living with PCOS, what researchers have found in the last 10-ish years is that there's a defect or deficiency of this type of B vitamin called inositol. There are currently nine different types of inositol that I'm aware of, and there are two in particular that there seems to be a defect or a deficiency of for those of you with PCOS. There also may be a defect or deficiency for those who have like other metabolic kind of symptoms that are similar to PCOS. So if you don't have PCOS, but you have insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, you have heart disease just kind of uh, have some similar kind of um, consequences going on or similar experiences to people with PCOS but don't have PCOS, there actually may be something to this inositol for other folks too. There is research on inositols and type 2 diabetes going on. There is research on anxiety and inositol also going on. So it's really exciting. That's why I always talk about it. That's why I love supporting inositol as a supplement. But again, check with your in-person healthcare provider to make sure it's a good choice for you. But what you need to know is there are two different types with PCOS in particular that we know about, myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. So it's really important to know that because Googling inositol, you can see there are how many? A bazillion different choices. Most that you find will just say inositol. Then the next kind of like most likely is a myo-inositol supplement. What is the ideal at this point, according to the research, is for you to have a combination of myo-inositol to d chiro inositol 
The ratio that's currently ideal is 40 to 1. There is some talk at this point that maybe that will lower, especially for folks who are no longer interested in fertility. Um, so having a higher amount of decaironositol may be part of the conversation soon. I think some people are already starting to talk about it and some people are already starting to experiment with it, but there may be some capabilities to further help insulin and cholesterol, blood sugar, and blood pressure by increasing the decairo versus the myo. But at this point, the 40 to 1 ratio is still holding up in the research. And the reason why it is so important, again, because of this defect or deficiency, is it specifically can help lower your insulin levels. And remember, 95% of you with PCOS have higher insulin levels. It also targets androgens. So it helps lower um, things like testosterone if you have higher androgens. And even if you don't have higher androgens and you have PCOS, because some people will have irregular periods and cysts on their ovaries, but not have higher androgens, taking inositol still helps because it lowers insulin levels and can help with your cycles. And by having higher insulin levels and having higher inflammation, which is the classic kind of presentation with PCOS, that automatically can bump up androgens too. So that also can contribute to cycle length being longer. So by having supplemental inositol, it can lower insulin, lower androgens, and lower inflammation. So it can help improve your cholesterol panel. So if you got a total cholesterol done, total triglycerides, LDLs or HDL cholesterol taken, and your doctor was like, this is not what I want to see. Like they want to see different numbers. Inositol is something that can help with that. It also, again, can help short, shorten your menstrual cycles if you are still having cycles. So that's why we recommend it. It can help kind of the, the root causes of PCOS, again, specifically insulin and inflammation to improve your PCOS symptoms. And the older you get with PCOS, the more likely you're going to benefit from inositol. So if you're listening and you were just diagnosed and you're maybe 19 or 20, you may find that it really doesn't do anything. But when you're 30, 40, or 50, you may find, oh yeah, I can't live without it. <laughs> so, so that's why I recommend inositol. That's why it's recommended in the research. And just know I'm always like staying up on the research with inositol. So I will keep you posted of other things that are developing. All right, let's get to number five. So number five is I get so overwhelmed with all the choices. How do I decide what supplements to take? I can totally relate to this one, 100%. I live with a couple of chronic conditions that may or may not be managed with supplements at some point. I definitely experimented with that. And a Google search was super overwhelming. And what I learned from colleague Carrie Fullerton, Carrie Fullerton is a naturopath doctor who went through my PCOS and food peace training for providers a number of years ago. And Carrie is an anti-diet naturopath, which is amazing to find. And what she taught me is that it's really important to avoid combinations. So you can find probably an inositol supplement that has NAC and berberine and an omega-3 all lumped together and then also some vitamin C. I don't know. I just totally made that up. <laughs> but how do you know which one is really benefiting you? And how do you know which one is actually like causing some GI distress or 
you know, doing anything at all. Carrie really um, encourages folks to just start with one at a time. And it's, and it's like, I don't want to say pure, but I guess that's the, the right word, you know, just in its like by itself form. And then over time, if you find, oh, I really um, benefit from taking zinc and I also benefit from taking NAC, I don't know if you can combine them, but maybe there's one on the market that does. And then it's okay to combine. So take it slow. That was one thing. And then add one at a time. It can be really ah, a lot of pressure uh, because supplements I get can feel like the thing that's going to cure it. They have very slick sales pages. They um, can seem like the thing that's finally going to be the answer. And what I know to be true is that at this point, there's no cure for PCOS. Supplements may be a tool to help manage your symptoms and rushing to adding will not make it get better faster. So as much as you can, try to just add one every 90 days until you feel like your symptoms are managed well. So with that all being said, I found this to be a really hard part of helping people with PCOS because again, like people live all over the world and there's so many different choices. So with PCOS Power, the course and community that um, I help people with PCOS to like repair the relationship with food and manage their symptoms, I went ahead and decided we needed to add a dispensary to it. So now there's a PCOS Power dispensary that includes only trusted, reputable supplements in the correct dosage and why that I recommend it. And it's actually coordinated in protocols that coincide with the different learning modules and this dispensary also has a discount associated with it. So I love a deal. So that was something that we added this year to PCOS Power. And what people have said that they loved it because then they don't have to just Google or go on Amazon and, and look at something and just kind of like randomly guess based on some reviews. They can actually get specific recommendations look at just a few and know that it's going to be the amount you need and it's going to be from a reputable source. So again, PCOS Power Dispensary is live. So folks who join PCOS Power get access to that for as long as they want to help them while they're managing their supplements and seeing what works to help their PCOS. All right. So those are my top five PCOS supplement questions. I hope they were helpful. Let me know if any other questions are coming up for you. And I would love to do another episode like this if you found it helpful. And you can get to us at info at So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And keep in mind, PCOS Power is enrolling now as of today, September 20th through September 29th. It includes nine online learning modules. That is my PCOS Power Framework. And of course, like I said, it includes the PCOS Power Dispensary and a complete supplement guide. It also has a lab and study guide, ways to help navigate the fatphobic PCOS healthcare system, and lots and lots of community. There's actually different levels of support you can select, even private one-on-one coaching with me. So you can get to all the details at julieduffydillon.com slash PCOS. Again, it's julieduffydillon.com slash PCOS. All right, until next time, 
Take care. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Find Your Food Voice podcast. Ready to join the anti-diet movement and take the Food Voice pledge? Go to julieduffydillon.com and sign your name to the growing list of people saying no to diets and yes to their own food voice. The Find Your Food Voice podcast is produced by me, Julie Duffy Dillon, and my team of kick-ass folks. I couldn't make the show without Yelly Cruz, assistant producer and resident book feed, and Colleen Brebner, customer service coordinator and professional hype master. Audio editing is from Toby Lyles at 24 Sound. Music is Fly Free by Hartley. Are you looking for episode transcripts? Get them at julieduffydillon.com, where you can also submit letters for the podcast, give us feedback, and sign the Food Voice Pledge. We need your voice to end diet culture. We literally can't do this without you. Subscribe to the Find Your Food Voice podcast to get weekly inspiration and education on how we can defeat diet culture and reclaim our own food voice. I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Find Your Food Voice podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.